Welcome back to the Renaissance Show, episode <laughs> 11. Let's do this, son. Uh, just the Hunter Claws recap. Last time on the show, Ray, we uh, basically saw Theodosius, Ambrose, and Flavor Flav go into full pagan <laughs> ass kicking mode. Uh, in three nineties, early three nineties, they went full force, destroying paganism in every way, shape, or form. Destroying the temples, destroying the statues, mm-hmm. banning it. Uh, banning, sacrificing, banning even worshiping, going into people's homes, finding there any sacrificial, any any worshiping stuff they had, destroying it. You'd lose your house. You had to pay penalties, eleven kilograms of gold, twenty five pounds of gold. If you couldn't pay that, you'd go to prison or you'd be sent to slavery. Um, they they weren't really going around killing the pagans as such. They didn't want them right. dead. They wanted them yeah. worshiping. They basically wanted to crush it, and they did. Yeah. But not only that, this is not done yet. Um, After the death of uh, Theodosius I, or Theodosius the Great, as he is is called, Ambrose delivers a panegyric panegyric to um, Stilicho and Honorius, Honorius, the new emperor, even though he's 10 years old. I think he's 10 years old. And uh, basically, in his speech about all the amazing things that Theodosius does, he goes on and on and on praising the suppression of paganism. So this is basically this very powerful, man, Ambrose, setting the expectations for the new regent and for the new emperor, even though he's a child. So again, he is he is saying, okay, this, you know, the king is dead, long live the king. This is what I expect you to do. I expect you to continue to go after these people. Yeah. 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 He ain't letting up off the gas. Well, after Theodosius died, very painfully, uh, as we said, in 395, only a few years after he crushed the pagans... And he's only right. 48 years old, <clears throat> so Jesus didn't really look after him, give him a long life, <laughs> anything like that. He, when Jesus is done with you, boy, that's it. When Jesus is yeah. finished with you, when you've served your purpose, he's, yeah. he's brutal, man. He's like, you're, you're out of here. You're fired. He was Donald <laughs> Trump on that bitch. Now, um, here's my thing. If I worked, if I was the... The, the power on earth for Jesus Christ, I would expect at the age of 48, not only to be still alive and, and not to be swollen and, and stuff like that and be in a lot of pain, but I, I would expect at the very least to be able to still maintain the erection of an 18-year-old. That would be the reward that I would want. But no, this guy suffered and now he is dead and now there's a 10-year-old child on the throne. Well, a 10-year-old and an 18-year-old, his two sons. Right, right. Um, but uh, before we get onto that, yeah. you remember that uh, a few years previously, Theodosius had um, asked the Goths to come and help him defeat Eugenius at the Battle of Frigidus. Mm-hmm. Um, the Goths being led by uh, Alaric, and and the, he said, "Listen, come and come and help me. Look, I know you're Germans, and I know you're invaders, <laughs> but you're Christians, and this guy." Eugenius is, 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 is being nice to the pagans. We can't have anyone being nice to the pagans. You've no. got to come in and help me beat this guy. And, and if you do, I will reward you. I'll give you land. I'll give you titles. I'll give you money. And they were like, yeah, all right. Uh, but now Theodosius is dead, and they didn't get their shit that Ooh. he promised them. So uh, in this episode, we're going we're gonna to see what happens as a result of that. But yes, after Theodosius is dead, his two sons, Arcadius, 
who's about 18 years old, is now the emperor in the east, the Augustus of the east. And in the west, Honorius is 10. He's the Hi. Augustus of the west, 10 years old. I, I posted a, a painting of him. Nice, uh, I saw that. Facebook the other day, it's cute. He's sitting on a throne and his feet are like a foot <laughs> off the ground. He's got all of his uh, imperial regalia. Yeah. And his feet don't even touch the ground. Now, neither of them showed much chop from the get-go. <laughs> um, they, they weren't the, the brightest fucking n- sharpest knives in the drawer, these kids. Right. Um, but they, they had Stilico, so yeah. Well, that's it. So they had Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the great thing about these Guardians that I really mm-hmm. like is uh, their names. Because yeah. their surnames were Stilico and Rufinus, but their first names were... What the fuck I'm saying? <laughs> they call me Flavor, Flavoristic, Majestic Flavor. Don't you know that I'm the flavor that you gave her? I'm in the life that you live when you... are oh, do it again. <laughs> they call me... They both called Flavius. <laughs> Flavius. So they're both Flavor Flavor. Flavor yeah. Flav. Uh, Flavius Stilico and Flavius Rufinus. Not a and, lot of imagination. Yeah. And yeah. these are, these are badass motherfuckers, these guys. Particularly yeah. particularly Stilico, as we He don't say. play. Stilico don't play. Yeah, yeah. Um let, let me know when I can do this, but um even though um Honorius is he's ten years old, he's got his regent, but even just two years into his um two years into his reign, there's going to be an internal threat. Uh but and that's in North Africa, but I don't want to jump ahead of anything. So you let me know when uh. We can start on that story. Yeah, you, you don't want to jump ahead. Look at you. No, no, no. no. Look at no. you. I get um, <laughs> Stilico was the uh, Magister Militum, mm-hmm. uh, the, the head of the army, but he was a half vandal. They're, they're another large He's a mutt. Germanic tribe. He's also married yeah. to the niece of Theodosius. Mm-hmm. Now, Stilico was basically ruling uh, the Western Empire for Honorius. Right. Because um, Honorius is a, is a kid. Stilico yeah. uh, is a badass. Edward Gibbon, the, the great historian, called Stilico the last of the great Roman generals. Yeah. And he, he is impressive um, until he's not. This guy does some amazing things over and over and over again. Well, I think he continues to be impressive until he's dead. But uh, and, yeah, yeah, and as yeah. we said last time, the guy behind the throne of Arcadius in the east is Flavor Flav Refinus, who's mm-hmm. the Magister Officorium, the Master of Officers. And he might have been the guy that convinced or forced somehow um, Theodosius to outlaw paganism because his his rival, Refinus's rival, in the East was a pagan, and it was his way of taking him out. Gotcha. gotcha. By the way, it's from the Vandals, obviously, that we get the word vandalism, if uh-huh. you didn't know that. Um, we'll talk more about Vandals uh, in coming episodes. I I, um, I thought, hold on, there's a cat, fucking cat entered my office. I thought Pussy for sure you were going to... <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say from Vandalay Industries, but hold hold on, give me give me one second. Let me get this this cat out of here. Hold on, well, hold don't on don't second. get rid of us. The only pussy you'll be getting for a while, right? <laughs> hey, you said you were talking. Oh, now he's hiding from me. Fuck. Hold on one second. 
Did anybody call here asking for Vandalay Industries? No, what happened to you? All right, listen closely. I was at the unemployment office. And I told them I was very close to getting a job with Vandalay Industries, and I gave them your phone number. So well, now, when the phone rings, you have to answer, Vandalay Industries. I'm Vandalay Industries? Right. What is that? You're in latex. Latex. Right. And what do I do with latex? I don't know. You manufacture it. Right here in this little apartment? And what do I say about you? You're considering hiring me for your latex salesman. I'm going to hire you as my latex salesman? Right. I don't think so. Why would I do that? Because I asked you to. If you think I'm looking for someone to just sit at a desk, pushing papers around, you can forget it. Enough headaches just trying to manufacture this stuff. Vandalay Industries. <laughs> Kel Varnson speaking. May we help you? Hey, hey, what are you doing Friday night? Friday night? Nothing. Now. Okay, you want to come with me and see the baby? No. Fasten your seatbelts. We're going to see the baby. Come on, if you don't see the baby now, you're never going to see her. All right, I'll All go. Right. All right. Yellow. What delay industries? No. Vandalay! Say Vandalay! No, you're way, way, way off. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the right number, but this isn't an apartment. What? Vandalay! Say Yeah, classic. George in his underwear, running out of the bathroom, right? Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, classic. Um, so, <clears throat> now, quite quickly... Stilico, the Stillmeister, Flavor Flav Stilico, says, right. uh, oh, no, 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 no. I think there's been a mistake in the paperwork here, son, because uh, Theodosius told me that I was the guardian of both Honorius and Arcadius. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, no, the whole empire is mine, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm not sharing no shit with no Flavor Flav down south. <laughs> it's all mine. Um, so that so they don't get off to a good start, him and uh, the other flavor flavor refiners, and things come to a head between them pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, the Visigoths are living in Lower Moesia, think um, Serbia. Mm-hmm. Cro- um, they've recently elected Alaric as their king. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned before, Alaric uh, and the Goths helped Theodosius defeat Eugenius at the Battle of Frigidus, didn't get the rewards they were promised, even though they lost 10,000 men in the battle. Mm. Dang. And according to a rumour, I think you pointed this out in an earlier episode, um, there were, the idea was Theodosius deliberately sent them into battle, uh, put them in the front lines in order to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> calling the trouble, calling the troublemakers. Listen, I tell you what, come and fight with us. And if any of you survive, I will give you lots of land and great titles and lots of money. 
Right. And, and what are you doing? He goes, doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm going to put them in the front lines. They're not going to survive. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I've got it sort of. Sire, I have a cunning plan. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, apparently his uh, cunning plan uh, wasn't as cunning as he thought. Yeah. Because after that battle, Alaric is going to be pissed off. And I'm not going to jump too far ahead. He, he leaves the army. He gets elected. I don't know how to pronounce it. Reeks or king of the demoralized Visigoths in 395. And I can't remember if you mentioned this on a previous show where he marches down. He marches towards Constantinople, gets stopped by some Roman forces, and then heads south into Greece. Did you mention that on a previous no. episode? Or was no, that my dream about you? Because we're covering that in this episode. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Because it's so in he, the timeline of this episode, not in okay, the timeline okay. of uh, previous episodes. Uh, that would make any I sense. That'd be that'd be that'd be committing <laughs> the cardinal sin of jumping ahead, right? I just needed an answer. I didn't need the attitude. Alaric, even though after the battle he's not happy, he wants more. He's not going to get it. So now that he's king of the Visigoths in three ninety five. He tries to get what will not be given to him. Don't worry, Mr. B. I have a cunning plan to solve the problem. Yes, Mordek, let us not forget that you tried to solve the problem of your mother's low ceiling by cutting off her head. (laughs) So, yeah, he breaks his treaty with Rome and decides he's going to build his own empire. Good for him. According to Jordanes, who was a 6th century Roman bureaucrat uh, with, a, with a Gothic background, um, who later started writing history, both Alaric and the Goths decided rather to seek new kingdoms by their own work than to yeah. slumber in peaceful subjection to the rule of others. If you will not give it to me, I will take it. Power must be taken, yes. Yes. So, as you hinted at before, uh, he first strikes at the Eastern Empire. He marches to Constantinople. Now, you've got to admire his moxie here. He doesn't start <laughs> off with something small. Like, if I was going to take over an empire or, fight right. or, or create my own, I would go, listen, where are the Romans weak? What do they not exactly. care? What do they not care about? Let's, you know, yeah. let's go and take just a village somewhere where there's no garrisons, they don't care, then we'll build up from there. You know, I've yeah. played, played Age of Empires. You start, you build a hut, <laughs> and then you've got to go pick some berries and, and, and chop some wood and, 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 you know, get some pigs. And right. then, and then, then Plant you some crops. Build, build another house, and then you upgrade right. to, to, to a better yeah. town centre. And slowly, then you, then you build a barracks, and then you get some soldiers, and then, then maybe you build a wall. If Hunter's listening to this, Hunter knows. Hunter knows how to play it. We, we play Age of Empires. He's the boss of Age of Empires. I think he won our last family uh, competition. Um, every nice. 10 years we have a – the boys and I have a, have a tournament because it takes like eight hours to play oh, a yeah. tournament of Age yes. of Empires. Um, you, you start small. You don't go, yeah. fuck it, we're going to take Constantinople. <laughs> uh, that's, I'm going to take it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love the moxie on this guy. But anyway, he gets there, decides it's too difficult to put under siege. Might have, you know, maybe he should have maybe worked that out first before he yeah, moved his hundred thousand guys down there and their families right. and their, their baggage trains and the whole thing. Maybe send a scout. Go on, out, listen, <laughs> Bar- Barry, Stan, uh, could you could you go down and just have a look at Constantinople? 
Never, yeah. never been there myself. Don't know what it looks like. Just get, get, check it out. Scope it out for me. Tell me if you think it's siege. <laughs> Come back. Could we yeah. siege it? Is it is it siege? If it's not siege, then we won't siege it. We'll go siege something else. <laughs> we just like before before we pack the caravan and and, and and take everyone down there. You know. But but grandmother on top of the station wagon. Do you, do you know how how you move a hundred thousand people from point A to point B, Ray? You know it takes. No, tell me. It takes what? a convoy, right? Shit. Uh, breaker one nine. This here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Oh uh, yeah, ten four, Big Ben for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10 4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. It was a dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Big Ben, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. But alas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple thousand. Yeah, they got there and they went, nah, not feeling it. Not (laughs) feeling it. Got to give it a miss. Yeah, not CG. Not CG. (laughs) Not CG enough for me. So they turn around, go back. uh, Then they go west and then they go south through Thessaly, through the famous pass of Thermopylae. Mm -hmm. Um, They go, look, they they looked at the, the monument of the 300. Look, 300 people died there. And <clears throat> to get a selfie. Yeah. yeah. And they go into Greece. Now, yeah. the army that had fought at Frigidus, obviously without the mm-hmm. Visigoth, Visigoth contingent, right. is assembled by Flavor Flav Stilico. Ah. He's going to go and go cut the Goths off at the pass of Thermopylae. <laughs> right. Cut them off at the pass of Thermopylae. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, a cowboy joke. Um, but, and he tried to get the rest of the army. So that's sort of the Western army. He tries to get the Eastern army to come and join him. No, no. Uh, but Flavor Flavor Refinus says, no, no, no. Armies are busy, busy. Doing what? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's wash day. It's wash day in the Eastern <laughs> Empire. They're washing their undies. <laughs> yes, look, there's, there's Hunnic incursions, man. You never had a Hunnic yeah. incursion? It's they're nothing, busy. Nothing, nothing more painful than a Hunnic incursion <laughs> uh, up in Syria. Sounds painful. It is. Oh, the, yeah. the cream that you have to put on it when you get a Hunnic incursion. <laughs> the Huns, the Huns, the Huns are coming. He said, "But come on, Attila's not even running shit yet. Attila's still a kid. Well, it doesn't matter. You yeah. don't don't want to fuck with the Huns, my man. The, no, the Huns started this fucking problem in the first place. It was the Huns that <laughs> kicked all the Germans out of Germany." That's how tough they are. Yeah, the Huns. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, when Germans say, oh, fuck, I'm getting out of here. I can't take on the Huns. Yeah. That's how you know. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, 
Um, so he says, no. So, sorry, we can't help. And he goes, better still, I'm going to negotiate with Alaric in person. This is Refinus. So oh. he, he sh- sends emails to Alaric and says, listen, <laughs> let's do a deal. Let's Because uh, I think his deal is he doesn't want... Um, the, the he doesn't want Stilico to defeat the Visigoths because right. then Stilico is going to look like the man and and and, and that he doesn't want that. He doesn't want Stilico to get defeated by the Visigoths either because then the Empire loses half its army and then yeah. he has to deal with the Visigoths. Tricky. So he, he's trying to prevent this from happening because it's not in his best interest either way. Whatever, whatever happens, it's not in his best interest. Right. Now, people in Constantinople, um, some of them, suspect Refinus is in league with the Goths, that he's got a, he's, this, this is a good way of uh, um, uh, libeling. No, it's not the word I'm looking for. A good way of, of destroying the reputation. It's a bit like... <laughs> it's a bit like America at the moment going, oh, he spoke to the Russians. If you want <laughs> to take down anyone in America right now... You just go, yeah. oh, he met a Russian once. Oh, he met a Russian? Oh, <laughs> fuck me. He, met, well, he had a meeting with a Russian? Yeah, he did. When was this? Oh, 10 years ago? 10 years ago, a meeting with a Russian. Wait, were we at war with Russia? Ten- no. Well, was the Cold War still Doesn't on? matter. No? Oh, It's well, always fuck. on. He's a Russian, yeah. man. You can't, you know, that's always a bad sign when they talk to yeah. a Russian. So, yeah, it's the same, but there was a Goths uh, in these days. Oh, he's in it. He's, 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 he's colluding. Colluding yes. with the Goths. <laughs> Refinus was suspected of colluding with the Goths. The C word. The C yeah, word. The C word, yeah. <laughs> Don't be a colluder. D back. <laughs> it works on so many different levels. So, what did Stilico do anyway when he got word that uh, Refinus wasn't going to send an army to help him? He went, fuck it, I'm going anyway. Fuck it. I don't have half my army, doesn't matter. You know why? Because I'm Flavor Flavor Stilico. I'm the last of the great Roman generals, according to Edward Gibbon. Oh, he won't be, he won't be born for, for 1,500 years. I don't care, man. I, I know what he's going to write. Dinner. Um, Time travel. This is, how, this is why he's going to call me the last of the great Roman generals, because this is the kind yeah. of shit that I do. Half an army, no problem. So he goes up to, up to the Balkans to confront Alaric and the Goths anyway. Now, mm-hmm. according to the last great Roman poet, Claudius Claudianus. Um, nice name. Well, you, it should be a nice name. Barry and Stan came up with that name. <laughs> um, they, the parents, parents got him in, got the agency in. They said, listen, we've got a name for a kid. They go, what's his, first, what's his last name going to be? Claudianus? Right, right, Claudianus. <laughs> Why don't we call him Claudius Claudianus? They were like, that's fucking catchy, man. I came up with, That'd a, be a-, I came up with a Barry and Stan myself last week. Um, yeah, got a client who's setting up a new business uh, uh, under my uh, direction. Um, big data analysis, uh, uh, particularly oh for construction. You're go- and I came, you're going to jail. Came, uh, needed a tagline. Does like yeah. know, collects a lot of data and analyzes. Do three D models and they, they use all this kind of stuff. Really cool shit. Tagline is making data smarter. I came up with. Ah, uh, nice. It got the Barry and Stan seal of approval. That one, making data smarter. But, uh, Ironically, you didn't get paid as much as Barry and Stan did. They probably came up with that name and walked away with a hundred pounds worth of gold or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I don't get paid shit. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> anyway, Claudius Claudianus said that Stilicho was in a position to destroy the Goths, 
but mm-hmm. was ordered by Arcadius to leave Uh-oh. Illyricum. Because you, you're in the east, bitch. This is my yeah. part of the world. You have to leave. Now, of course, yeah, but- favourite flavour of finest is the man behind the 10-year-old Arcadius. Right. So uh, Stilico has to leave. That's suspicious. Well, that is suspicious. What's even more suspicious is not long after that, Flavor Flavor of Finus gets hacked to death by his own soldiers. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. M- maybe they knew something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, some sources blame Stilico for the death of Refinus. Um, others just th- were angry that he wouldn't let them go and do soldiery stuff. Um, that there was this rumor, of course, that he was uh, colluding with the Russians. I mean, the Goths. Um, <laughs> whatever reason, he didn't last long. Yeah. Now, so one half of the power of the empire, the real power, is gone. Stilicho has mm-hmm. been forced to leave. So Alaric, free reign, baby, free reign. <laughs> Party time. Yeah, purple reign. Yeah, free reign. <laughs> Free bird. He's got it all going on. So he just marches in to Greece, ravages the entire region of Attica. Because it was CG? He was CG, man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But there was no CG involved, no computer graphics involved in this. This was all real old school action movie stuff. Really doing their own stunts and (laughs) killing people Um, the old-fashioned way. But yeah, none of this, you know, Star Wars prequels, blue screen shit, like really hacking people. Right. Like the way they did it in the old days when they made Mad yeah. Max, man. Somebody died on the set of Mad Max. They're like, all right, dig a hole in the desert, bury it, man. Get his replacement in. This is We're born in daylight here, people. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You were there. You were there. Hey, we, I've were, been on. I've been on the set of your film. You cannot burn. You cannot waste time. Let's go. Let's go. Was that you in the film? <laughs> oh, oh, I thought that was you. Hold on. <laughs> is this a clip of you? Where the fuck is it? This is a clip from Ray. From the humongous, the Lord humongous, the warrior of the wasteland, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. I am gravely disappointed. Again, you have made me unleash my dogs of war. Look at what remains of your gallant scouts. Why? Because you're selfish. You hold your gasoline. You will not listen to reason. Now, my prisoners say, you plan to take your gasoline out of the wasteland. You send them out this morning to find a vehicle. A rig big enough to hold that fat tank of gas. What a puny plan. I, I, I thought at first you were humongous. But then I realised you're actually Toadie, the guy who introduced him. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> you didn't have to point that out. 
Oh, what a great... That's Mad Max 2, obviously, The Road yeah. Warrior. What a great... Like, probably, I, I don't know, probably my favourite movie of all time. Really? Depending on the mood that I'm in. Oh, oh, man. Yes. Like... Check that out again. Oh, it's so good. I mean, just... Mel, man. Mel is just such a badass... It's got, like, four lines in the whole movie. He's just a badass. <laughs> the cinematography, the design... It's just such a cool fucking movie, man. Like, you can't beat Mad Max 2. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. Like, fucking greatest <laughs> line ever. Anyway, wait, 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 wait. Something about refiners dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dead. Hacked to death. Oh, that's how they, they go. They spare Athens. Fucking Alaric in the Goths. Because the Athenians, and if we know anything about the Athenians, mm-hmm. is they, they were the original French. Um, as soon <laughs> As soon as, as soon as Alaric looked at them, they went, we give up, we give up, we, get out, there's the white flag, please don't hurt us, please right. don't hurt us, we quit, we're out, we're out, we're done, all done, all finished. Yes, my lord, right, I surrender. Um, now, Alaric, of course, was a good Christian. Um, so he Aww. he had to do his bit at wiping out paganism. So right. um, in 396, he wiped out the last remaining uh, 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 surviving bits of the mystery religion of Eleusis in Attica. Now, Aww. the mystery religion of Eleusis, we've, we've talked about this on our Alexander show, uh, even in a Caesar show, I think, because I think Julius Caesar uh, and Augustus were both initiated into the mystery religion of Eleusis. Um, Alexander's parents, I think, uh, uh, um, Philip and, and Olympia met, as I recall, uh, at the, the Eleusis mystery religion thing, or one of them, you know, one of these um, ceremonies, initiation ceremonies. It goes mm-hmm. back to the Bronze Age. And wow. Alaric, being a good Christian, wipes it out, the last remnants of it. Now, I had read that he, he was a Christian, but he still did practice some pagan rituals that he learned from his parents. So I don't know if he's a hybrid or if he's just playing it safe in case whatever God is right. But he does have the, uh, the title of Christian, and he certainly seeks to take advantage of that when it is, when it is advantageous for him. Well, yeah, I, I, I think the um, snarky bits about him probably uh, written by his Christian opponents. Ah, yeah, he wasn't a real gotcha. Christian because he's an Aryan. The Goths, all the Germanic tribes are Aryans, not right. Nicene Trinitarians. Ooh. So they're like, yeah, he's not right. a real Christian. Same way people say that about other Christian denominations today. You know, I meet people and they go, I'm a Christian, and then we'll start saying something about the Catholics. They go, well, that's the Catholics. I mean, the Catholics aren't real Christians. <laughs> Where the I'm like really you know Catholics say that about you right yeah but we're the we're the real Christians trust me everyone, we're the real everyone Christians. thinks they're the real Christians they go yeah. Hitler wasn't a Christian they go well he said he was yeah but he wasn't a real Christian <laughs> all right so you 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 get to decide who's the real Christian right yeah yeah, yeah. I see how yeah. it works now um, <clears throat> Alaric then goes down to the Peloponnese um, right bless you thank you. Captures its most famous cities, uh, Corinth, Argos, Sparta, sells their inhabitants into slavery because that's, He's a Christian? that's how Jesus would have done it, right? Exactly. 
Lord said. Sell thy... What do you call them? Sell thy inhabitants into slavery. For the Lord does make- love a good slave. This shit ain't gonna build itself, you know. <laughs> and make yourself a pile of cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then he suffers w- a wars setback. cost money. What? Because wars cost money. So yeah, you gotta sell these people off, make some cash, and keep this thing going. That's right. Wars cost yeah. money, bitches. Um, so, yeah, but then he suffers a setback. Um, he uh, crosses the sea. Um, oh, sorry, Stilico. Um, Flavor Flav still crosses the sea to Greece and traps the Goths in the mountains. Mm. Um, now I don't I don't know if you've ever been trapped in a mountain, Ray, but uh... <laughs> I've been trapped in a hotel room with you. But no, that's actually a lot very similar. Go ahead. Um, I I was trapped in a mountain once, uh, Ray. Not not many people know this. I was trapped. Um, I have a recording uh, of myself from the time. Really? Mm. Company leader calling Raven. Come on, Raven. Company leader calling Raven. Look, John, you've done some damage here. But they don't want any more trouble. He's northwest. That's why I've come. I'm going to come in there and fly you the hell out. Well, look, John, we can't have you running around out there wasting friendly civilians. There are no friendly civilians. All I wanted was something. Well, you did some pushing of your own, John. They drew first blood, not me. Look, Johnny. Let me come in and get you the hell out of there. They drew first blood. That was me. They drew first blood. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a red bandana on, or is that later? I did. I did. I still have it on now. (laughs) Trapped in the mountains, like John Rambo. Now... Right. Uh, unlike John Rambo, Alaric barely escaped. Mm. Uh, and there were rumours that he cut a secret deal with, <gasps> with Stilicho. Ooh. Because he was the Russians. Uh, the only <laughs> way anything ever happens is when there's collusion with Russians. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Oh, like what? We lost the election because our... <laughs> Because we had the most unpopular Democratic candidate in history, and we were going for an unprecedentedly since the forties third term, what? No, it must have been the Russians. What? What? No, couldn't have. Couldn't have been us, because uh, we've moved to the right, and we 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 were getting paid half a million dollars to give speeches to Goldman Sachs. No, that had nothing to do with it. It's the Russians. It's all the Russians. You know, to this day. I still have to admit that I truly did not appreciate how unpopular Hillary was to this day. I, I, I mean, not that she's anything great, but she's been in several positions. She's got some experience. Obviously, Trump is an idiot. I don't know if you voted an idiot who has no idea what he's doing versus someone who might be corrupt, but at least she's got experience. I, I, just, I just, to this day, I'm like, wow, people must really fucking hate her. But I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah. Well, we don't want to get sidetracked yeah. on this show, Ray. That's no. something that's... No, no, no. no never. We never it's for later. Get sidetracked. Um, Alaric... <laughs> um, Alaric then, uh, he gets out of the mountains. Um, he, he manages to plunder Greece. 
um, and his rampage continues. Mm. Like uh, John Rambo, and they have to bring him home and they have to have a good supply of body bags. Um, right. You don't understand. I'm not protecting him from you. I'm protecting you from him. Um, until finally the Eastern government gives up and they, they cut a deal with him. He's yeah. appointed Magister Militum per Illyricum. Um, now, this is, you know, the, the Stilicho is obviously the power behind both thrones at this stage, or a major one anyway. So right. it, it does look like at some point, somewhere through here, he does a deal. Stilicho convinces uh, Honorius to grant this to uh, Alaric. Just to, it's like, listen, he was promised shit by your dad, and your dad didn't deliver, and these guys got a big army. So uh, let's just cut him a deal, make him happy. He'll go home. Yeah. We can get back to business. We can get back to persecuting the pagans. Um, right. Let's let's just, there's a, yeah, do yeah. a deal. Yeah. There's other stuff going on, but, but let me clarify something. I just want to check with something that you just said. So did Stilicho get Honorius, uh, Honoria, whatever his name is, um, to do this, or was it Arcadius? Because this is in the East. Uh, which one of them's in the I'm, East? Oh, Arcadius. You're right. Arcadius. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just want to make Sorry. sure. So he's able to talk yeah. the 18. That's fine. Yeah. 18, 21, 20 year old. He, he's able to say to him, like you said, your father promised him something. So uh, let, let's. And again, and, and that does for a while make the problem go away because they have other stuff going on. They have other threats in other parts of the empire as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not only does uh, Alaric get the uh, title of Magister Militum per Illyricum. Now, what good is a title? He's got 100,000 mounds he needs to feed, um, mm-hmm. somewhere like that. I don't know exactly how many. But, uh, you know, he now has a, an official title, which means, and this is like a senior title, the Manager, Magister Militum, yeah. means he's kind of top administrator in Illyricum and he's obviously able to settle his people in the Balkans for the time being. Um, and make sure they get looked after. He also has the authority to resupply his army from the Imperial Arsenal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Catch-22 for, for yeah, Rome, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what yeah. they're offering him anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, he's like, well, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's a good offer. Um, you're going to give me, um, you know, some fucking backwaters and Illyricum, like, really. Um, and now I would have been happy with that, maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, but. Not now. Not now. Too, too, yeah. too little, too late, my friends. Um, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like the Nazis marching into Paris and the French going, listen, listen, listen. We'll give you um, we'll give you a bit of Algeria, all right. You can go have a bit of Algeria, and yeah, suntan. We'll call it we'll, we'll call it even, right? Um, and Hitler going, you realise I'm fucking standing on top of the Eiffel Tower, right? <laughs> Literally, I'm standing on top of the Eiffel Tower, and I have t- I have a uh, and I've got a tank in one hand and <laughs> a V two in the other hand. And yeah, you're offering so, me, you know, a, a neighbourhood of Algeria. I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's going to cut it. 
Um, yeah. But I appreciate the offer. So Alaric had a taste for Roman Christian blood now. Um, and I don't know if you've ever eaten a Christian, Ray, but once you... <laughs> Once you've eaten a Christian, you can't go back. Oh. I'm, I, I'm not bragging, but I have eaten several Christians in my time. Out. Uh, now, he, 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 he. So in 401, Alaric makes his first invasion of Italy. He fucking, but before we, yeah. 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 Before we get to that, can I can I give another headache? You can. For the uh, for the, for the people in the uh, the people in the West, so yeah, so the whole thing with Alaric that's like three ninety five, three ninety six. It starts to calm down or whatever, but but there's more that's going on. So there's a man named Gildo in North Africa who starts some shit in three ninety seven. Now Gildo's a Berber. He was made the leader and the Roman representative by Theo the First's dad, Theodosius the Elder, back in three eighty six. Now this area is important to the Western Empire because it's basically the granary of Rome. The Western Empire has lost Egypt. Um, that is now either independent or with the East. So the point is they have to really hold on to this because if they don't, Rome doesn't eat. But the problem is Gildo is a cruel son of a bitch. He, he, as you're going to say, he, he's done some horrible things, but he's very hard on his people. And he's thinking about joining the Eastern Empire. And word of this gets back to Stilicho. So what Stilicho do, does is he uses uses the complaints, the, the, the complaints from the locals to get the Senate to declare him an enemy of the state and to wage war on him. Now, here's where, because Stilicho is busy running around. Stilicho gets Gildo's brother, Massazel, I don't know how to say his name, I'm just going to say Massazel, with a force of 5,000 men, men to go down to Africa. So the, the invading force goes down there, but they meet Gildo's forces, who are much, much larger. So Massazel comes to talk, and the first people that he bumps into is the standard bearer of one of the African legions. Oh, God. Oh, God. I gotta sing. Don't make me sing. on Facebook, some guy was listening to the song every day for 30 days. 
What do you mean, some guy? That's me. <laughs> I listen to it every day. It's the first. I have my Mac wired up, so when I turn my Mac on in the morning, when I sit down to work, oh, it plays Africa every oh. fucking day. It gets me in the mood. Oh my god! Every day, it just you know, you have a you have a you have a busy day ahead of yeah. you, a hectic day. You're like shit. I got all the stuff I got to do. Africa comes on, you go fuck. It's you know, it's going to be okay. It's, it's going to be okay, it's man. Be Africa. Okay. Yeah, Africa exists. Everything's <laughs> going to be okay. <laughs> that's the message. If you play it backwards, that's actually the message. <laughs> yeah. So Stilico sends Gildo's brother Massazel after him with a much, unfortunately, a very small force of five thousand men. So anyway, so these two forces come together. Massazel comes to the standard bearer of the first African legion, and the bearer, the standard bearer, will not yield. So Massazel strikes him in his arm with a sword, and as you can imagine, your arm's got a big gash in it the standard bearer lowers the standard. Now, the troops who are standing behind them who can't really hear what's going on, they think this is a sign that they're giving up. So all the other standard bearers for all the other legions, and they've got supposedly like 70,000 men. So they all lower their standards saying they're going to surrender. So a lot of them turn against Gildo. So suddenly you've got Berber mercenaries fighting the Romans, and Gildo tries to run away. He jumps in a boat and he tries to sail to the east. However, the winds drive him back. So he comes back on shore. He is put into prison by the locals. Now, Gildo had previously killed the two sons of his brother. So he's thinking, my brother's going to flay every inch of skin off of my body for that. And you can't blame him. So he hangs himself, uh, uh, so to, so obviously, so he won't be punished by his brother. Now, Massasel goes back to meet Stilico and say, you know, everything's taken care of. But Stilico is jealous of this man's fame because word is spreading out that his force of 5,000 men stood down an army of 70,000 men. So they meet, and some somewhere during the meeting or right before or after the meeting, uh, Massasel falls off a bridge or let's be honest, just push off a bridge, and he drowns. So he, he got the problem taken care of for Stilico, but the, then he himself has to be getting rid of because Stilico cannot have any rivals. And this all gets wrapped up in 398. And, and what's that got to do with our story? No, I'm just saying Stilico's got a lot going on. He's got rivals all over the place. But it's the bigger theme that the Roman Empire is being challenged on many different sides. You've got the Goths, the Vandals, uh, the Bar- Bartaraste, the, the Carpians. They're the ones who are invading uh, Italy, Gaul, Hispania. And so there, there's good, the reason this is important is because later on, it's going to make Stilico look bad that he can't handle all these fires that are that are surrounding uh, the the Roman Empire. It is falling apart at the seams in some areas. You can't handle the fires. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can't handle the truth. Uh, <clears throat> now, okay. So, can I get to Alaric back to Alaric? Please, please. So, in four hundred one. Alaric and the Visigoths invade Italy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now, like Constantine before him, he also heard the <laughs> gods talking to him. Um, he heard a voice coming from a sacred grove. Sure, sure. Which kind of suggests pagany type of stuff. I don't, unless it was Jesus hiding in the, the grove. Burning, Jesus behind a tree. Burning so, bush. Hey, <laughs> hey, you made me choke. Hey, over here! Don't look! <laughs> don't, don't look! Shh, just look, don't look! Look just, away! Look just away. look! Look at look at the opposite direction, but walk! Walk! Walk this way! Walk yep, backwards. that's it! Yep! No, no, stop! No, stop! 
Stop. Take one step to the left. <laughs> right. Okay. Smoke marijuana. Walk backwards. <laughs> the voice says, break off all delays, Alaric. This very year thou shalt force the Alpine barrier of Italy. <laughs> thou shalt penetrate to the city. And Alaric said, what? <laughs> uh, break off all delays. Oh, just... Could just you say that again? I got to write it down. Yeah, just yeah. march on Rome. Why didn't you fucking just say march on Rome like that? <laughs> well, Keep it know, simple. It's not, it's not very poetic. <laughs> I, I've been hiding in this grove for three weeks, waiting for you to get here, man. Like I've had a lot of time to think about this. <laughs> took you know, your, I don't. Took you three, three fucking weeks. time. <laughs> Sit here for three weeks and then just say much on Rome. I mean, that's, that's what the fuck. How really? is that going to play in the history books? <laughs> fuck. I got to get more out of this than three words. Like, come you on. Got, you got to throw in all a right. vow. You got to throw in a shout. All right, come on. fine, yeah. whatever. I'll but break the prophecy. Off. <laughs> but again, Jesus was wrong. The prophecy was not to be fulfilled this uh-huh. time. Uh, oh. Jesus, man, he, he, Jesus and his prophecies. It's a hit and miss. He, he's two for, one for two, <laughs> zero for two at this point. Um, now hold on. He did say, Peter, you will betray me. That did yeah. come true. And he did say at the last time, one of you will betray me. And Peter, you will deny me. Yeah. So he's two, two, two for four. Did, um, did you put that thing on Facebook about the car? Oh. Uh, come yeah, as the Judas thing. Yeah, 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 I love that. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um, <clears throat> so he's making his way through North Italy, right? Uh, heading towards Rome, and he gets met by Stilicho at Polentia, which is Piedmont today, mm-hmm. and they battle. Yes. Um, so maybe the the you know the the deals that they have done in the past, you know the attempts that Silico's done to do deals for him, they haven't they haven't they haven't paid Hand off. Out, right. So they, they the April six four oh two, which was Easter weekend. So Uh-oh. this very fucking uh, almost week, almost yeah uh, a battle minus four two one thousand six hundred and sixteen years ago <laughs> right. They do battle. Stilicho wins, but uh, it's a very costly victory for Rome. They lose a lot of lot of lot of soldiers. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that um, that Honorius was pulling a young Augustus that he was asleep during some of the greater challenges. He, uh, he had to run away and he was being chased by Alaric. But yeah, so Stilicho is handling this, but he is going to catch shit for his. Tactics for his timing, if you will. Yeah, he's not debacking this battle, old Stilicho. <laughs> so, as we've said a number of times, Alaric and the Goths are Christians, mm-hmm. and it's Easter. And on Easter Day, <laughs> they think, well, you know, no one's going to attack us on Easter Day because we're like busy praying to yeah. we're busy praying to the sacred rabbit. Yeah, and <laughs> he was wrong, slightly. Fucking. Stilicho attacked them on Easter Day. Oh, now that's that's, that's that's a cunty move right there. You don't, you don't attack somebody on Easter Day. Even I, like I'm a I'm a heathen. Even I wouldn't attack somebody on Easter Day. Take the day, day off. Yeah. 
Yeah, listen, eat Easter egg hunt. eggs, have yeah. a hot cross bun, like just chill the fuck out on yeah. Easter Day, man. Um, so yeah, he, he gets attacked, um, and Alaric's wife is uh, taken prisoner. Um, <sighs> so you got to, you know, remember the Goths moved around with their families yeah. uh, and their baggage and all of that with them. They had to. They couldn't leave them by themselves or they'd be sitting ducks. They're in enemy enemy yeah. territory, effectively, the Goths. You can't leave your women and your children. Uh, you have to take them with you. So, you know, he would have had a large contingent of women and children with him. And his wife gets taken prisoner Damn. after this battle. Yeah. He gets defeated a second time mm-hmm. uh, and leaves Italy. Probably around four oh three, and you know, I gotta tell you, he's not very happy with Jesus at this point. Like you fucking (laughs) told me, (laughs) you made it complex, and you told me Jesus. Jesus stopped returning his calls, his texts. (laughs) He couldn't get hold of Jesus for a long time after that. Right, right. And and the other the other repercussion for this is that the royal court is moved one hundred twenty miles or one hundred ninety three kilometers southeast to Ravenna. Along the coast, and I think we mentioned this uh, episode or two ago. There, it's protected by marshes and strong fortifications. But as we said last time, it's harder to project power from that area into central Italy, Italy which we'll figure into this later. But again, so the the point is, Alarica Alaric has been defeated. He goes back to Illyricum, which ironically is where he is officially supposed to be in charge of protecting the area for the Romans. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't manage to get too far into Italy, but um, yeah, there's, that's that's the major um, thing that happened here. Well, right. two major things: one, he scared the fuck out of everybody, <laughs> and two, the imperial headquarters gets moved from Milan to Ravenna. Yeah. Now Ravenna is surrounded by swamps and marshes, so they thought it was easy to defend from a mm. siege. Right. Also had a good port, which meant it was easy to connect to the eastern part of the empire in case he needed to run away. Ah. And it becomes now the capital city of the Western Roman Empire from 402 until the collapse of the empire 70 four years later. Wow. And then it was the capital of the Ostrogothic kingdom until it was reconquered by the Byzantine Empire in 540. So this is Ravenna's time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Now, again, there's stories in the histories that somehow during this period, Alaric and Stilicho hug it out. Right. <laughs> I don't know why, but... You want to hug it out? No, not really. Let's hug it out, bitch. They hug it out, and (laughs) they somehow become colleagues, friends, allies, to some degree. Yeah. We're a little bit unsure about this, but there's a suggestion that um, they do some sort of a deal. Keeping in mind, Stilicho is half Vandal, so they're different tribes, but they're all all Germans at the end of the day. So they sit down, they eat some sauerkraut, they have a knuckle, pork knuckle, drink, <laughs> drink, some, drink, some, drink some beer, right. fuck some wenches probably, uh, big-titted wenches, <laughs> and uh, take their Porsches for a drive. Right. And um, That's how I do deals. What else do Germans like to do? Uh, Bratwurst. German stereotypes. Um, yeah, sing songs together in the in the tabs. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. Yeah, and they do a deal. Yeah. Now, 
um, af- after this, Alaric is not done, but before he can become a threat again, and I think we covered this already, so I'll, I just wanted to make sure. We've already covered Gothic King Radagasius, right? Uh, no, uh, we have not. Okay. So in between, and, and just stop me if I go too far, but in between Alaric coming down this time, and then coming down a second time that we'll get to in a minute. So after, in between those, there's, there's a Gothic king, Radagasius. So in late 405, early 406, Radagasius is coming down, and he's got a plan. And his plan is unlike the message from Jesus. It's rather simple. He's going to go to Rome. He's going to sacrifice all the Christian senators to his gods, because he's a pagan. And he's going to burn Rome to the ground. Wipe it out. Kill everybody. Appease his gods. Get this big headache of a, of a city out of his way. So he's got 20,000 warriors, but like Alaric, he has, they're all bringing their families. So he's got, he's probably got close to a hundred thousand people that are coming down with him. Now his tribe has been pushed out of where they live also by the Huns. So they originally were in, in modern day Hungary, but they were pushed out by the Huns and Stilicho has got this another headache to deal with. He's got about 15,000 men, but it's not enough. So he starts calling men from the Rhine frontier. He's got, uh, he's got the Gothic fo- uh, Foderati under Saras, another Goth- Gothic chieftain. He's got, um, he's got Hunnic forces of his own. Um, so he's building up his forces to be able to take this guy out. But for about six months, Radagasius doesn't have anybody to check him. So in northern Italy, he is just tearing things up, raiding towns, sacking, burning, the stadio all over the place. Now, during all of this, Alaric keeps his head down, and he stays in Alaricum because he has a treaty to stay there. But still, this Radagasius and his troops cause trouble for about six months. Eventually, Radagad gets towards Florence. He blockades the city. And they're about to surrender when Stilicho finally shows up with their army. They attack. The Gauls retreat to a hill, a couple of hills, eight kilometers away. It's not looking good. What Radagast does is he tries to abandon his men, sneak out on his own, but he is captured by the Romans. He's going to be killed. 12,000 of his fighters are going to get drafted into the Roman army. And as you can imagine, they don't want to be there. So that's not going to play very well. Some of them are sold into slavery. But again, I mean, you've just got one horde after another trying to come down the Italian peninsula, causing trouble, and Stilicho is doing everything he can to fight them off. But each time he does and he wins, he's still losing men, and the overall situation is becoming unstable because he's so busy in northern Italy, he can't go to Gaul, he can't go to Hispania, he can't go take care of Germans crossing the Rhine. And there's another problem with uh, Constantine III from Britain. He can't handle any of that because he's just barely holding on in northern Italy.
a song that they came up with <clears throat> while they, they were running were, right, right. to the hills. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good coverage there, Ray. Good coverage. Poor old Flavor Flav still got it. <laughs> He's taking it. He's copping it in all holes like you were in Durham late at night. Right. Oh, mm. It was hard Ray holding was... the camera. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. We are going to make sweet, sweet love in so many different European cities. That's just magical. I don't even know why you're bringing your family. <clears throat> well, I know you're not bringing your wife because you're hoping to get it on with Chrissy. You're hoping that we're finally going to crack down, feel sorry for you, go, all right, Ray. Look. All right. I've come, got a- come, climb in. <laughs> Climb up, little Ray. <laughs> I've got a plan A and a plan B. Don't be offended. Plan A is Chrissy. Plan B is your mother. <laughs> plan C, both of them at once. <laughs> yes. Go, go for the ring. <laughs> go for the gold. <clears throat> Where were we? Um, yeah, yeah. I hope Hunter's not listening to oh, this. Oh, sorry, so Hunter. I'm having sex with his <laughs> grandmother, man. Sorry. That's... I'll, I'll be affectionate. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? Tons uh, of foreplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, About to get to uh, the second invasion. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Your things, well, no, no, no? before that. Okay. Yeah. So before that in 407, um, the Eastern and Western courts uh, aren't getting along. Brother on brother uh, right. uh, uh, violence. Right. They, they, it's not going well. Um, Stilicho's been doing his best to try and get a hand over both of these kids. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not going well. Uh, and I think particularly because Arcadius, the older of the two, is like, oh, you know, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to uh, 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 insist that he's, he's the big man yeah. in town now. Anyway, um, Stilicho has to use Alaric's troops to, to enforce Honorius's claim to Illyricum. Mm. Right. So keeping right. in mind, Illyricum's in the east, which is really Arcadius's zone. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, he's saying, listen, you, you want to keep Illyricum, you've got to defend it. Yeah. You know. So Alaric is moving his guys back towards Illyricum from, you know, northern Italy, where he was, taking their time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going back towards Illyricum. Uh, but then Arcadius dies in May 408. Right. So there's no war. War has Whew. been averted. Right. Arcadius is succeeded by his young son, Theodosius II, aged seven. <laughs> Because if it's one thing we've learned, it's that kids make good emperors. Exactly. Um, but so, so uh, Stilicho sends a, an email to Alaric and he says, listen, um, uh, change your plans. Don't, don't bother going back to Illyricum. War's over. Um he goes, well, where do I go? Well, that's not my problem. Go wherever you want. He goes, well, well hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly there. Yeah. I've spent, I've spent a year marching my 100,000 people yeah. all of this way, uh, you know. you know, For you. Do you know what it takes? Yeah. Do you know what it takes? 
to march this many people all that way? Do you, do you know what we can No, what, what does it take? Yes, well, you know, it, it, it takes. He says, "Hey, breaker one, none. Uh, this is not. This is not good. You got to pay me. Yeah, yeah. Expenses. Expenses. I've incurred yeah. expenses. I'm out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many fucking takeaways I have to get? To, <laughs> you ever gone to McDonald's and tried to order a hundred thousand Big Macs? Like they don't like it. And so he tells them he wants four thousand pounds of gold for right. his troubles." Now, uh, Stilicho mm-hmm. says to the Roman Senate, "Listen, I think you should pay up. I think, yeah. I, I think, it, I think, I think this is reasonable. Mm-hmm. We've asked a lot of this guy. He's, he's he, he, you know, he, he backed off invading Italy. Um, I, I can't fight too many fronts at once. Yeah, um, let's just buy him off, and, and he'll be happy." You know, he'll shut up, he'll be happy, we'll be good. Yeah. And the Senate agrees to pay the money. Oh. They look at the invoice and say, yeah, okay, we got this. But before they actually do pay the money... Oh, shit. Stilico is dead. <gasps> and, and this comes back to what I was saying before. I mean, he, he's got all these problems. He's dealing with, he can't even deal with Constantine the Third coming from Britain. There's rumors that he had wanted to assassinate Rufinus, uh, the regent of Arcadius. He wanted, there was rumors that he was going to put his own son on the throne after Arcadius died in 408. The emperor is worried that Stilicho was making some kind of deal with Alaric, and he just pressured the Senate to give this on-again, off-again enemy of the western half of the empire a shit ton of gold. I mean, as far as uh, being as far as being Honorius's uh, executive, he thinks Stilicho was not doing a very good job, and that he's a threat to the west. Something has to give. And what's going to give is this show because we're way over time on this episode, Ray. Um. We'll be back next week with uh, the uh, sack of Rome, basically, I guess. Uh, but going to leave you with uh, Alaric. He's got to move his people somewhere, so... Well, we rolled up Interstate 44 like a rocket sled on rails. We tore up all of our swindle sheets and left them sitting on the scales. By the time we hit that shy town, them bears was getting smart. They'd brought up some reinforcements from the Illinois National Guard. There's armored cars and tanks and jeeps and rigs of every size. Yeah, them chicken coops was full of bears and choppers filled the skies. Well, we shot the line, we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and eleven long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. Rubber duck to Sodbuster, come on there, yeah. Ten four Sodbuster, listen, you want to put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's home dynamite, and he needs all the help he can get. Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore, prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pink Pen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't gonna pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4. Oh, my God.
work, Big Ben. What's your 20? Omaha? Well, they ought to know what to do with them honking out there for sure. Well, mercy sakes, good buddy. We're going to back on out here so keep